All right, Mac and Stu here, and you're listening to the Wise Guys Podcast, where we go rogue as we apply wisdom to the everyday to help us do it just a little bit better. In this episode, Stu and I, we're, we're, I don't know, we're, we're going to go kind of off the reservation from what we normally do. I, I think you're going to like this, but stuff happens. We get stuff all the time. We get emails. We have conversations. We just do stuff. And it's really important to us that as we filter a lot of this kind of stuff, how do we apply wisdom to whatever it is that's coming across our grid? And we want to share some of that with you guys in this episode, we're going to give you an example, but it's broad. It, it's br- much more broad than just the specific example, but I think it's a good example and how we might look at it and maybe how you might differ from the way we look at it, or maybe you're looking at it the same way. Maybe you can get some ideas from us about how to grid stuff with wisdom and as people connect the dots. So this is going to be kind of interesting. Going to be a little different for us. Uh, so, Stu, you ready for this, Matt? Huh? I'm ready, okay. Mac. Yeah. And it's good to be here in person we with are. you this for the is... first time in a yeah, long time. Man. This is another thing. Rogers understand that Stu and I have been doing this remotely with a pandemic and everything last year. So this is the first time. It's not the first time we've seen each other, but this is the first time we're recording in many months, man. It is. It yeah, is. Yeah, this it, is so cool. Yeah, I love it. Oh, yes, me too. I, I much prefer this. And it's very relevant for what we're going to be it discussing yes, today, actually, that we're in person. <laughs> That's true. Right? We didn't, we didn't even talk about that earlier, but oh. you're right. Exactly. <laughs> yes, it is. How interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, Mac, let me just say namaste to all of our listeners. Namaste to all you beautiful exotic cocktails out there. Uh, we're so glad you're here. And we have a new country. Switzerland. Switzerland. Some yeah. listeners out there. Hello, Switzerland. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I that? would love to visit that country. I've never been there. Yeah, I, I've been to, I've been to Zurich. Oh, have you? And, um, you know, that's uh, it, it's it is the, the Alps and everything. It's just oh, I would love it. Breathtaking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. that'd be a blast. I would yeah. love to do some skiing. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. That yeah. would be that would be there. amazing. So please, everybody out there listening to us, uh, send us a message. Through Facebook, Instagram, email, and if you find another way, I'm sure it'll get to us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The universe will find a way. It'll yeah. find, because that's how our lives are. Whether it's a tin can and a string, <laughs> man, don't worry, it'll happen. <laughs> we love hearing from you, seriously, we so do. please reach out. Yeah. Yeah, we would love that, no doubt. Um, so here's let's set the stage, Stu. Let's yeah, set the let's stage do it for, for this this conversation. So I sent you a couple of emails to because, mm-hmm. as you said, we always interact with one another, and when there's something interesting coming um, across our desk, let's call it, or we hear something, we want to. Um, this is just what we do. We want to have a conversation about it. So, you know, it typically goes like this: if it's an email, I get it send it to you and say, Hey, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then we start to have our conversation. Right. So. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's about everyday real stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not hypothetical. It's not something out there. It's, it's stuff that is, it's happening in both of our lives or e- each other's life. And you know, how do you, how do you deal with it? What is too said it? What do you think about this? You know, right. that's the kind of conversations we have all the time. And it gives us a chance to practice 
a lot of what we talk about on this podcast. Right. Well, gee, let me see what I how I think about that. What do I think about that? How and not only what do I think about it, or what do each of us think about it individually, but what's the therefore? And that's going to be a major part of of this episode's. You know, as we talk, what's the therefore? Okay, I just read that email, and here's what this person did, or this, or whatever. Or this was somebody was thinking, or whatever, whatever the context of that email or, or book or movie. It doesn't matter. Was what's it there for? What do you do with it? Do you just enjoy it? Do you just go, oh, that's kind of cool. Okay, great. Or is it a ponder point mm-hmm. that we need to think about it a little deeper? Do we? And that's what we typically do. We'll process it and go, hmm. Okay, let's dig a little. Let's peel the onion, you know, a little bit more. And uh, something I was well, yeah. yeah, And something I think it's important to point out is when we read these uh, bits of uh, I don't even know what to call call it. Just information we get when we read this, we don't always have an opinion. You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. we have to think about it, right? And and I think that's normal a normal process in life and. This is what what we do and what we're encouraging everybody out there to do is just to continue to be interested, right? And to have opinions. It's okay. Or to have thoughts uh, about what you're, what's coming your, your way, right? I think it helps, I think it helps yeah. us to do life a little bit better or, or not to get surprised as much by life well, there, when I you do this. There's a great point, Sue, and I think this is what's going to weave its way into to this conversation. And when you are in reactive mode, and when you, there's going to be things that just come up, pandemic, okay, that, that you just, you will have to in some regard react to. But previously to that situation, whatever that was that comes into your life, what kind of work have you done to prepare yourself so that the way that you do react to it and the way that you run it through your grid and the outcomes that you, you know, end up with are wise, more wise than they might have been if you haven't been doing the work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Still can't, you still make a mistake. And, and and I think this is part of what we read into what we're going to share with you tonight. That we're you know everybody makes mistakes. Everybody doesn't get stuff right. We, we miss the mark. We we all do that. But it's so important to be able to recognize it when it happens and not point the fingers at lots of other causes until without pointing the finger at yourself. Quote. To say, well, what could I have done a little bit better? What could we have done a little bit better? It's not necessarily them out there or that circumstance that messed us up. We might not have prepared properly. We might not have gotten our act together like we should have. Okay, let's just acknowledge it. Now let's figure out what we need to do. So there's an important uh, concept you're talking about here. And it's it's this. We we always talk about learning from our own life experience experiences, right? Mm -hmm. But how about learning from other people's? (laughs) You ever think about that? I mean, and so there's, as you said, we're analyzing and, and we're, and we're not, we're not judging, but we're having real conversations and opinions so that we can say, okay, if this had happened to us, here's how we might have, have done it. And I know it's easier to do than being in it, being in the game. It's much easier being in the the couch. Yeah. Armchair quarterback. Right. Right. For sure. But, but still, this is an important 
exercise, I think, to do with, you know, because you can learn from other people, other people's experiences. Well, and one of the ways it's easier to do that is because you aren't in it and you can step back from it a little bit more objectively Mm -hmm. with a little different lens. And, you know, I think a lot of times maybe either be a little more analytical about how it should have turned out or what you need to do now. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, you can be a little softer with it. Because sometimes we're just real hard on ourselves, right? And we can't let go of some things, even if we do acknowledge that we messed it up, <laughs> you know. So, you know, the stage that we're going to set here, these both of these uh, emails that Stu had already alluded to that he got were, were related to the church. Now, they were related to a particular church, but we're going to put a big C in front of that. We're not. This isn't about that church. In you know, we're we're going to broaden it to just say that. This is a common scenario for the big C church as it's gone through this last year. And what are some of the dots that are being connected within the church, quote, uh, as they dealt and deal today and dealt with over the last year, the changes that have happened because Mm -hmm. of the pandemic. And uh, we want to just talk about how this particular scenario played out, but it's broader than just this one thing. As Sue said, it's just life. It's not just this. Uh, so, you know, let's set the stage a little bit, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, uh, before we do that, I just want to say that we're going to, uh, as you said, Mac, we're going to be talking through the church's perspective, but this, what we're about to discuss is also happening in businesses and, you know, most importantly to you and I in Mm -hmm. our personal lives, this is, this is going on. So we're going to, we're going to grid it through the church. Because that's where the emails came from, but it's going to be uh, relevant to all you know all aspects of your life. Yes, exactly. And so, what the church is dealing with right now, again, the big C church, and that becomes relevance and attendance. Things dramatically changed last year. People could not meet in person, and so now that whole and and now again, we can just as Stu was saying, businesses face the same. Situation, all right. So, you know, even though we're talking about the church, we can't meet in person. Now, what do we do? And these emails have addressed the fear, and you know, and that word was used in in, in some of the correspondence that we had. The fear that the attendance in church is going to dramatically change. That people. Without the eyeball experience in the seats, in the pews, in whatever you, however you do this for yourself, but the the physical attendance, the personal attendance that you would go, because people couldn't do that for a whole year, what happened? And the fear is going to, is, is in this situation that they're not going to come back. Yeah. They're not coming back, and there's reasons for that, and they're fearful. They're scared of that. They they don't really they don't really know how to react to that. They know something needs to be done, but they don't know what. And there becomes the the the, the conversation tonight about that circumstance and relevance, and not only that, but then how do you connect the dots as to how you solve the problem? Right. See. So let me point out, church continued to happen, just not in person. Right. 
And this is part of the uh, challenge that they experience. And, and it's, again, same thing in our own personal lives, same thing, you know, in, at work, businesses, is we figured out how to uh, live our daily lives digitally. <laughs> right. Right. The church did. Companies did. Yes. Uh, well, we did. Yeah. Not being able to see families. Right. right? And we're used to it now. And we know it works, right? That's that's that. It, there's the thing, and and this is what some of this this correspondence was talking about, that people didn't miss in in their, this person's opinion didn't miss the church, like the church thought they would, right? <laughs> you know, and so now when people have a choice again to get in the car and get up on a Sunday morning, if that's when you, you know, or whatever, a Saturday, whatever, it doesn't matter when you have to get in the car and you have to drive to the location and, you know, in, in the whole nine yards with your kids, if you have them or whatever it might be, are people still willing to do that? You so, know? so here's the big challenge, Mac. This is what people are saying. I missed a year of church in person. And you know what? My life isn't any worse right now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a, uh, that's the big challenge the church has. What are they going to do with that? How do, how are you providing value? How are you staying relevant? Yes, it's, it's the same thing. And and I, I know I keep bringing up businesses and personal because this is all related. You know, it's like let me just go straight personal, right? I didn't see my family. Some people didn't see their family for a year. Uh, yeah, right. I know they stayed yeah. quarantined. They stayed mm-hmm. in their home and. They, they still have their family. They're still connected to their family. <laughs> they still were able to see their family. They Zoomed. They did, you know, FaceTime, whatever they were able right. to do. Yep. So, you know, when you look at it like that, hey, I saved on travel costs. My family's up in Ohio. I saved mm-hmm. on, I saved money <laughs> traveling. Yeah. And I still got to see them a lot. Well, yeah, it's, it's this whole thing now. We've shifted and all of a sudden the digital, you know, virtual solution all of a sudden organizations that need not just they need the personal in-person stuff but they also believe that the personal in-person not digital not virtual way to to interact with one another is better uh, for what they do and there becomes the thing i mean we believe that very much that there's a place for the virtual. Of course there is. And we're finding even more uses for it every single, you know, obviously the last year, but every day. But our our whole premise centers around the fact that that's fine. But there's no substitute for in-person, eyeball-to-eyeball interaction. To remove that component completely we don't think is wise in almost every situation. We can't hardly think. I'm sure there's going to be the exception that you might be out there going, yeah, but, okay. But in general, we're not wired that way. As people, we need each other. We need to be with each other. And to begin to say that that, that we don't need that, that we found that we don't have to go there, we don't think it's healthy. It's just not going to create a healthy society. It's going to really harm us, I think, in a lot of ways if we don't recognize it for what it is. Right. Uh, so here's, a, here's to me, the, the most important question in this conversation. One, one of our manifesto points mm-hmm. is together is better. 
right? right. So why is, so here's the question, Mac, you mm-hmm. ready? I'm looking at you. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah I'm ready, man. I'm ready. <laughs> That's right. Okay. We're across the table. I know. Right? <laughs> I love it. Okay. <laughs> so why is together is better, in person mm-hmm. better? Mm-hmm. That to me is the question. Yeah. You know, y- yeah. And here's here's some of my response to that. I think uh, you can say – well, gosh, it's less messy if, if we aren't really personally together. Nobody's going to necessarily, you know, rub somebody the wrong way per se. And we, we can put on a front if we're doing it, you know, virtually and all this kind of thing. And yet, if we don't press into the mess, if we don't be with the other, you, I can't, I can't experience your energies to, I can't, I, I can't the untangible, the stardust, we call it all these kinds of things, mm-hmm. you know, is so important to the equation. And here's, here's another component to this whole thing. If when you and I do we're doing our podcast and Rogers, when you were out there having to do your virtual zooming throughout the, all the last year, whatever that looked like for you, I don't care whether it was your work, your family, your church, your organization, it doesn't matter. It was way more convenient, per se, than than the other way, than yep. you having to drive here, Stu, and for us to do this. Yes. It here's here's the thing, gang. Um, I guess here's what I'll say. We've told this story many many times between Stu and I, but you know, we basically, basically, not every single, but for the most part, for the last decade have made the commitment to each other that we were going to get together like once a week. I mean, now there was exceptions to that, of course, life and this and that and stuff. Yeah. But in general, there's a commitment there to one another to say, you know what? You're important enough to me and what we do and what we experience and how we get together matters enough to me that I'm going to do whatever it takes, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think there's a component there about a commitment to one another. I'm not saying that committing to doing a Zoom call isn't a commitment, but I'm just saying there's a difference. It's better. You ask the questions, too. There's where it's better. It's just better in that feeling that says we're going to just do whatever it takes, and we want, if it, if it's at all possible, we're going to do it together. And so if I got to drive, if you've got to drive, if I got to rearrange my schedule and my situation, this, that, and the other, I'm going to do it. That's all there is to it. Uh, and, and those are important components that I think are just missing and that people are going to start to realize if you haven't already. That, man. You know what you're, you're getting me to realize? It, there's more of a journey when we are together, hmm. right? Imagine, you know, knowing your favorite movie, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Imagine that they never went to Mordor, right? Yeah. They just – you know, let's say that there's technology there. There's digitally. Oh yeah. Okay. There it is. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. <laughs> so could you point the camera a little bit more this way? Right. I, I need a better view. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I can already think of, uh, th- things we talked about on this podcast that came from me driving here where I stopped at Starbucks yeah, or exactly. on the way home, you know, something happened. I mean, it, it's all part of the, the, a lot of the journey. Wow. I'm just realizing this. We over the past year have missed 
a lot of a journey that we could have been been on. Right. And right? We, and, and I think and, we can conclude without stretching too far that that would have been better. It would just yes, it would have been better. That's the better part. That's all. It, 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 it just would have been better. You know, that's what we're saying. That, that let's never, ever, ever give this up and lose our perspective on this. And so as this, as this correspondence that, that Stu shared with me that he got – they're trying to figure out, so now what? Gee, we don't think people are coming back. We think that, that they're missing an action now, that it's not just the people that have never been in church. That, you know, we, we kind of figured that, but now it's the people that we were counting on to be in church and they're not here. And, and some of it is driven by, you know, filling the seats and making sure the money's coming in and paying the bills and all of that. Yeah, that's part of it. But it's also, you can't, how do you affect lives when you don't, have, and when, the, when you don't get the opportunity to be able to live life with people? Mm-hmm. And, and, and again, if a church is that, I mean, that ought to be central to any church's mission, you know, is, is, is the personal, you know, life changing aspect. You hopefully that whatever faith you're, you're part of, that it, that's why you do it. So, well, I'll just say this: I, being a musician, I love the music, and yeah. watching it online is a much different feeling <laughs> exactly. than being in the building hearing the music. Anybody that's ever been to a concert knows that watching it on YouTube is much different than being sure. there in the room with the people and the the musicians experiencing it. Right? That's just one example. Of- that answer your question. There it is. Why is together better? Okay, you know, there it is. There's another perfect example. You know, and so here's here's what they conclude, and I'm just going to read this because it's generic. The post-pandemic church, and again, fill in that blank. The post-pandemic workplace, right? The post-pandemic gathering. It doesn't matter, but in this case, it was the post-pandemic church must offer an alternative to culture that provides meaningful connection and a challenge worthy of the calling. Mm. Now, there you go. See, I think I think the person that wrote this is onto something there, because this word alternative, they realize that there needs to be an alternative to what they've done in the past that provides for meaningful connection. There's the church. There's the eyeballs. There's the person to person. Quite frankly, in our opinion. But here's the real question, and here's where this lands, and this is what we're trying to say. How do you do that? And and have you already programmed yourselves to be in that thinking kind of mode where you can meet that challenge? And most of the time, most of the time, what we've experienced, whether it's in the church or or whatever other entity you might want to talk about, there hasn't been a whole lot of vision casting to to, to just think about being more resilient, being more flexible, and evolving. Just constantly feeling like we're evolving because it's always moving forward. It's always moving somewhere. And the minute you just camp and plant the stake in the ground, it, it's really a recipe for disaster ultimately. Now, it might last for a while. It might last for a decade or 25 years. I don't know, depending on the situation. But ultimately, if you don't have that evolutionary thinking, in your own life, in your workplace, if you're a manager, if you're a boss, if you're even a worker, then I think, you know, the, the trouble's brewing. And this is what the church is facing right now because they didn't have that far-reaching thinking. They planted the stakes in the ground and got really comfortable from where they were 
and now they're scrambling and they're they're in reaction mode and not in proactive mode quite frankly i mean they're being proactive in a reactive way <laughs> yep. you know and that typically is a difficult place to be in to be able to do it wisely because you end up with focus again on numbers on money on other, certain other things and and that drives the train and and it shouldn't necessarily that's all that, that's what we're trying to say when it when it comes to this kind of thinking so so let's just let's just exhale take over, a deep breath you know take over <laughs> and say so therefore right so therefore so therefore you know our point in this first part here this first correspondence is this recognizing when there's an issue, recognize when there's a problem, recognizing when you've fallen short and not trying to blame a pandemic, not trying to point the finger outward, not trying to say it was that and them and, and that before you look inward and you look inward toward your own self, if it's just you or to your organization or to wherever it is you're part of to say, did we cast enough vision to been, have been able to do this and do it right, and what do we need to change as we move forward so that we we just have vision for the future that's better than what we had in the past? And we're not going to have a pandemic next year, but that doesn't matter, <laughs> you know. You know, and, and again, how resilient is your own life, and how you know much are you looking forward and evolving? In all sorts of ways, and if you're just in that mode, then again, you're going to be able to do it a little bit better, a little bit easier. You know, Mac, this is a monumental moment in our lifetime right now, hmm. and, I, and I don't, I don't mean that to sound as dramatic as it sounded in my head. <laughs> well, it's okay, yeah, <laughs> but but it really is, and yeah. this is one of these moments, and I'm calling it a moment, but it's a season of life where 10, 20 years from now. I mean, there's going to be there. Life is going to look different 10, 20 years from now. Yeah. These moments are sure. happy because of what's happening right now in exactly. the, in this moment. Oh, and right. we're trying to figure it out, trying to do it better. How do we do that? You know, what's interesting is what we're learning is that being with people is better. Yes. I mean, no matter what technology affords us the opportunity right. to do. Being with people is better. <laughs> yeah, it is something just so simple. Though, here's what I missed. One of the things I really missed last year, I missed the ability to be able to shake somebody's hand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, me too. To just, hug, I'm a big yeah. hugger. To hug people, just, I mean, and I, now it's, it's still that. Even that has changed a little bit. Yeah. Even shaking hands, shaking hands, and you kind of, you know, it's funny when you go up to somebody <laughs> now in person. You look yeah, at sure. them like. Uh, <laughs> It's like uh, you put your hand out like, are we going to shake yes. or huh? Are we going to, you know, yeah. I'm a hugger. Are we going to hug? Is this an elbow? Is this <laughs> yeah, an what, yeah. What's going on? It's, you know? And I, I look forward to that um, not being a question. Right. Just, you know, right now reaction. there's, right. Yeah. But, but here's the thing, Mac, until we get out there with one another, Right. I mean, digital has, has been serving its purpose and it will continue to do that. And, mm -hmm. and it's needed. It's not I'm not suggesting that goes away. But the more we're around one another, the more this will become more comfortable. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah, ab absolutely. For everybody. Yes. I mean, we're transitioning again. Again, no, no doubt about that. Uh, and our encouragement, again, all we're trying to say is in this transition. Mm hmm. 
in this transition, this to this phase, we're encouraging you to just don't leave behind the touchy feely. Just, just don't. There's no substitute for it. There just isn't. And whatever that means, I'm just going to let you grid that your own way in your own circumstance, but notch it up just a little bit more, whatever that means. And and, and it kind of leads us into the second half of the correspondence that, that Stu got. Right? And it dealt with now, oh boy, let's take the first thing that says, B, these people aren't coming back to church. And there's all kinds of ramifications for that. And one of the ramifications is how do you do all the stuff you normally did on every given any given Sunday or Wednesday night or Tuesday afternoon? I mean, it doesn't matter. All the programs that a church or a business or whatever, you know, has, how do you do that when you don't have the bodies? Right. Yeah. That's I mean, you just it, it, it's a problem. That's a right? big that's a big challenge for them. Yeah. Not, not only, we're not just talking about the the people coming to participate in the service we right. need there to make that happen. There's volunteers. It, it, exactly. Just, just like to make a, a uh, restaurant have a successful night. You need people working. <laughs> it's just no you need somebody bussing the tables, somebody <laughs> right. serving, somebody making the food, somebody seating people. You need all these people there. So yes. how do we get them there? Right. <laughs> and so the, the, the challenge in this second correspondence, and this is what we want to apply some wisdom to, Again, uh, looked outward. It looked outward. And, and even part of this correspondence really took us by surprise and said, blame COVID. Yeah, that you caught know, me off guard when I read that. Yeah, I know. It, you know it, did COVID cause part of the problem? Of course it did. Okay. But, but to literally focus on blaming the pandemic for the plight now that we don't have enough volunteers mm-hmm. is to us that's not wise mm-hmm. okay that's that's just not that's not the right place to be and there was there wasn't any of the first thing we talked about about how you know how come church isn't relevant anymore that's the root of the problem that's the root the volunteers is the is, is a secondary thing but there was nothing to address in this correspondence the root problem they went right to the how do we get more volunteers and and again we're using this as an example of is is that really the wise approach here and again fill in whatever blank you want to in your own life circumstance or whatever you're dealing with not, not necessarily in your church but the worst thing, in our opinion, you need to start doing is pointing a finger outward first. You know, the, the minute we adopt that sort of attitude, then we're the victim. We're the victim in all sorts of ways in life. The minute it's about that thing or that circumstance or that person or that group. And that's that's not the recipe that we want to try to get you to cook, <laughs> you know, to bake in this podcast. I mean, that's totally uh, you know, opposite of what think it, it takes to do it better. Well, and here's the conclusion I came to, Mac. The COVID is is one thing that's happened in our lives. It's a big thing, but sure. it, it's happened in our lives, right? So this is about it, things that happen. That life, it's life. It's <laughs> right. life happens. Yes. Right. So are you going to just blame? Always blame life, <laughs> life happening, or I mean, I, we just believe there's a better way to do that. There's a way to elevate your thinking and take control. Cause as soon as you, 
As soon as you blame something else, somebody else, you are giving away control. You have That's no right. control at that point. That's exactly right. And yeah. and we believe that you have control of the things that happen in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yes. I mean, there it is. I can have yeah. – I have total control over how I'm going to respond to um, uh, what happened this past year with the pandemic. I have total control over how I want to be in that instead of yeah. blaming it and saying, oh, I can't do – you know, you name it because of – Right. That, total, that gives away all my control. I want to bring it back and 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 do it better than that. Exactly. And, and, and this – you know, this very much speaks to the, the thing we've talked about in the past about root and fruit, that if you don't address the root of the problem, the root of the challenge, the root of your own countenance, the root of your own spiritual development or, you know, whatever you want to fill in the blank over, the the, the causes, the, the stuff that's, that's out there that's an effect of that. You can't let that jerk you around. You just can't, or you're never going to get it right. You're going to constantly be chasing it. And so in this case, they're chasing their tail over how do we get people to volunteer? Mm-hmm. Well, wait a minute here. If we don't have bodies, if the church isn't relevant, if if things need to shift and change and we need to do some different thinking about how we do this whole thing, some of that volunteer problem is going to take care of itself. But the minute you go jumping after it, then you're going to start chasing your tail because the focus is in the wrong place. And now you you start to they they start to use words like sales, and and we and we end up peop, have people doing things that are not natural, that are uncomfortable, that are not relational, because we're trying to solve a problem that we. You know that that we're grabbing after, and we haven't got the root of the thing squared away over. And we do this all the time in our life in many, many ways. We're using this as an example, but connect it to your own life right now. And again, we've talked about this. Don't go chasing this stuff. A lot of the times, if you get your mindfulness, if you get your spirituality, if you get some of the mystery, if you get a lot of these other things, uh, you know, part of grounding in your life, then guess what? The other stuff that you're trying, the lovingness and the this and the less anger and all the other things, that just starts to take care of itself. You stop chasing it. <laughs> we talk about this all the time, but here it is. Here's an example where we think wisdom could be applied in a different way, in a better way, quite frankly, than the approach that this particular organization is, is, is going after. And we're not trying, John Stu said to be judgmental. It is a little bit looking in on them and going, Hmm, we don't quite agree with that. And here's why. And we understand they're trying to do the best they can, just like we all are. But again, I think we owe it to each other to call it as we see it as well in a loving and constructive way. (laughs) You know, that's how we get better, right? That's how we grow. Yeah. And here's Here's what I want for my life. I want to be a participant in my life instead of a victim of my life. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I yeah. mean, those are it's a, two entirely different ways to look at your life, right? Sure. And so I think that's important, an important distinction. Because a lot of people, and, and, I, and I can't say I've never done it, and, and I'm not proud to say that I haven't acted like a victim. It's happened. Sure. We all have. You know what I mean? But pursuing what we pursue, this type of wisdom, 
and trying to do it just a little bit better, I think gets you to a place where you're, you're, uh, participating in your life from a point of allowing it to, um, it's not happening to you. You're making it happen. Uh, yeah, I, I totally agree. And, and this is the message this week that we're going to try to just send to you that just says, be discerning. You know, be discerning about the stuff that you read, that you see, that you see going on around you. Cultivate the wisdom that it, that, that does it a little bit better when this stuff comes at you. And it's again, whether it's in your own life or as you see stuff swirling around you, as you participate in whatever faith-based organization, and if you're part of the leadership or whatever your role might be, you know, it's it's important, gang. It's important to run it through a, a, a grid that, that that I don't know. How can I say this? It's it 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 analyzes and the outcomes end up coming from a different place than maybe what you're used to. And, and if you can cultivate some of the stuff that we talk about in all of our podcasts, I think you're going to see the results of that. And you're going to step back and you're going to go, you know what? I think we did that pretty good that time. Not bad. Good for us. Yeah, or good for me, whatever it might be. Uh, and so there you go. That's that's kind of our message to you this week. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and in doing what you just described, Mac, you are going to inspire others to do it better, or maybe show them a path to do it better that they didn't see. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, think about walking. Uh, you and I hike all the time. We're in the yeah. woods, right? Think about there being a path off to the right of the trail that hasn't been created yet, but you see it, you create it. The next person that comes by, Hey, there's a new path, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. You've paved the way that, I mean, that's kind of what some of this is in, in a, you know, metaphorical kind of a way. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I, you know, I think we'll, we'll end, you know, tonight with, with of course our mystic Mac nugget as we always do. Right. And yes, I'm going to kind of, I think, um, I think we'll just kind of go, uh, we'll go right at it. What else can I say, right? Kind of, we, we've been doing this the whole time, but again, it's different thinking, right? It's, it's a vulnerability that you need to have over admitting maybe when you didn't quite get it right. Maybe when it could have been done better. Maybe when somebody else is trying to get you to do something that maybe, you know, you have to call them a little bit on, you know? So here's, here's what we're going to tell you, right? Here's the scoop, gang. You ready? Here's the Mystic Mac Nuggets, too. Should I just do it? Yes. Should <laughs> just, I take it to them? Let's go for it. Here we go. Here it is, folks. All right. And and this is participatory. All right. So, you know, here's what I want you to do. I want you to unzip your fly. <laughs> just right now. Just you're listening to this podcast. Hopefully. <laughs> I don't know where you are, but be careful. I, I, I get that. All right. But, you know, or, or if you have to do it when you get home, if you're out running, here's a scoop. Unzip it. Now, I want you to resist the temptation to zip it back up. Ooh. <laughs> I want to welcome you to the other side. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. this is what we've been talking all about. That we got to go to the other side, gang. we got to go to the other side of the way we've always done it. And let's do it a little bit better. So be vulnerable. Uh, don't be so anxious to... To zip the fly back up when you when you went out there and 
you know, this to your your vulnerability. You're just it's it's going to change you. It's gonna it's gonna matter, and you're gonna feel freedom in that. So uh, let us know. Let us know if you did it right. <laughs> I would love to hear the stories. <laughs> Perfect ending to this conversation. Right. So, uh, yeah, we enjoyed it. Good stuff tonight, Stu. Great to see you in oh, person, Oh, yeah, it's man. good to so see good. you in person. We got to do this again in person. Oh, I love yeah. I love being Absolutely. right next to you. Yeah, it's all good. So thanks, gang. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it, without a doubt. Have a great week. Yep, take care, everybody. Okay, all you rogers, it's Mac here. And you may now unbuckle your four-point harness. If you enjoyed this episode of The Wise Guys, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. Please share it with your friends and drop Stu and I a note. Subscribing is the fuel that makes it possible to deliver fresh, eclectic wisdom every week. Let us know how you are going rogue. And we'll share some of our favorite off-the-reservation stories on an upcoming episode. And don't forget... Spread the wisdom by liking us on all social media platforms and keep asking the whys. We love having you part of the conversation.